Welcome to Tech Driven Business. In this final episode of a six-part series, How Know of Summerlin Analytics rejoins me to share real-life customer stories and insights learned while implementing SAP Analytics Cloud or SAC. Check out our earlier episodes where we started with a high-level overview of SAC and then drove into designing and planning. So with that, uh, how, if you're ready, we can get started with the questions. Sure, that'd be great. Let's go. All right. So my first question today is, um, if you can give us some common questions that you get from customers, you know, especially when they purchase SAC and they're looking for a starting point on how to utilize SAC, um, how have you seen other customers go about this task? Oh, sure. So usually before I get involved, the customers will look at a, a couple of different tools, um, the most common one being Tableau and Power BI. But usually when they look at the infrastructure and in terms of integration, they find that SAC integrates to their existing SAP systems the best. And once they make that decision, one of the more common uh, things that happen when I'm brought onto a project is to really help with the direction and guidance in rolling out the solution. Uh, usually the selection and purchase of the analyst cloud tool rests with the IT manager or the CIO, but where they need help is to, in the process of selling and then promoting it to the wider business community. So during the project kickoff, I find it helpful to do a show and tell. And that's where the focus isn't so much on the bells and whistles of the tool, but instead how you can use it to change the business analyst's approach to data, right? So for example, a business user over the years have learned that she can get the information she needs by going to a couple of T codes, downloading the data into a CSV file, and then manipulating it for a few hours until it's summarized into a level that's easily readable. But with a tool like Analytics Cloud, I can show her the benefit of automating that data preparation and eliminating the hours of non-value added work and getting her that information to a wider audience. Uh, that's good to know. So when you say that, you know, you, you simplify the process from a business user perspective, uh, are there any particular use cases uh, when it comes to certain business units, like, you know, either finance or supply chain, uh, they are more easier to work with or they get a better sense of the tool. What's your experience in that area? Oh, sure, sure. So most of my experience have been on the supply chain side and I find it's much easier, at least for me to speak with, say, a purchasing sourcing analyst they know the data that they want. They want to see the information a certain way, categorize their purchases a certain way. They're, for some reason, maybe it's a personality. It's easier to work with that type of audience where they say, you know, here's, I just want a total, running total of all my PO purchasing spend categorized by this way or another. They know what they want. They know where it comes from. They know sort of the format in which they, they want to see it. On the finance side, it's a little bit trickier just because they have more discrete rules of how they recognize revenue. And if the system isn't configured to 
recognize revenue a certain way, we'll have to often wait for the configuration to be in place before we can report on the data. So depending on the accounting rules, it adds a complexity to that situation. So I find that peer sales or peer purchasing information is much easier to deliver. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I think uh, to your point about finance uh, organizations where you're dealing with the corporate finance um, and there are certain ways they want to report out the information versus other areas of the business like sales and supply chain. They may be more uh, streamlined in terms of how they are capturing the data out of the source systems and then, mm -hmm. of course, displaying it in a, in a more logical, uh, readable fashion for the for the end users. On this, either the sales or the purchasing side, it's it's almost like they're the, the common questions are, you know, just show me a, a running total of the purchasing spend or the number of sales orders that we process within a certain time frame. So you're dealing with totals at a very aggregated level, right? So it's much easier to understand. But on the finance side, again, with the rules, if you're building, for example, a cost of sales report, you know, if the configuration isn't in place, they have all these set of rules that says, okay, we recognize cost of sales by the combination of these GL accounts plus these cost centers. So it's almost like a one-off data modeling, very custom mapping that you have to do at the data modeling layer before you can report on that in analytics cloud. Right, right. So that kind of leads me into my next question. Um, customers who are already having uh, like a business objects kind of solution in their landscape, and they are thinking of implementing SSC or they've gone and, and bought SSC licenses, what would be the strategy they should be using? Uh, uh, especially if they're looking at a replacement of Bob J or they want to complement it, what would be uh, a good way for them to move forward um, from that Bob J landscape into SSC or having them both? You know, I've worked with customers <clears throat> who are looking to either replace the Bob J environment, um, but I've also worked with just as many customers who have both SAC and Bob J. So I see the benefits of both decisions. So for uh, the first example, some customers, they like the simplicity of one reporting dashboarding tool connected directly to the backend system, whether it's BW, HANA, or S4, and there's no separate Bob J environment they have to maintain, right? And these customers can validate their data that they see on the dashboard to the backend at the document level by using either uh, analysis for Office or a Fiori tile, right? Mm -hmm. That's one example. Another set of customers, customers um, generally get very excited when I show them the integration between um, SAC and Bob J. For some reason, they just love that the idea of having the ability to click on a tile and then having another window open with a detailed permission that they can save, export, or print. So my recommendation is to really um, engage with your business community, reach out to them, and ask them for their preference and take that into your consideration. So, so it, should, it sounds like it's more like a, a joint conversation with both IT and business working together to come up with uh, the best put forward. It is, it is because some some customers, the business community, they're they're fine with Bob J, 
versus you know if you're more heavily financed they'd rather have excel right but but with excel you have to talk about rollouts and make sure everyone has the same plugin installed on their desktop so it, there's a give and take right on bob j there's that infrastructure and maintenance cost but with analysis for office there's that rollout and support once you start um, upgrading different versions of excel and the analysis plugin so it really depends on what the users are comfortable with and what they would like and um, from someone from the it perspective it's more like our job is really to support the business and what they want to do so a lot of times i don't think decisions like these should be made in a silo you should really kind of reach out and see what your users like to use that makes sense absolutely yeah i think uh, it, it really boils down to a combination of both business and it working together to come up with a, the right strategy moving forward especially if they are used to a certain way of doing reporting using business objects or other tools and they're looking at sac as their the new uh, way of doing reporting in the cloud with all the different capabilities of sac so uh, mm -hmm. seems like a, a a combination of decision making needs to take place in this particular scenario yep awesome okay so now moving on uh, to the next step in terms of like Things that you've seen in your past implementations, you know, what are the a few things you can highlight for customers, you know, like the gotchas when you yep. are doing an SEC implementation? What would you um, uh, give advice to our listeners? Sure, um, I actually, I actually have one example, and and just because I come from the consulting world, I know. You know, whoever I work through, they charge a premium for my time. So I'm very sensitive to the customer's timelines and connecting the analyst cloud front end to the customer's back end is the most common point of friction and contention. Um, it's not straightforward. You have to consider your identity management system. And I've seen Microsoft Azure in most places. Um, and you also have to configure the cloud connector and cross-origin resource sharing options and so on. There's a lot of technical infrastructure that needs to be in place. And I've seen more than a couple of technical managers try to take this on themselves and delay the project by two or three months before they give up, right? And during the whole time I'm on site, I'm, I have to bill and I'm trying to find work, but we're just waiting for these connectors to go online. And my advice to those managers is just to simply outsource the work to someone else who has the time and expertise who's done this before and an experienced resource should take, you know, uh, this task and complete it in a matter of days. Wow. So it seems like uh, connectivity can be uh, a showstopper in some of these uh, implementations. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you would recommend folks uh, to pay particular attention to before they get on their journey on SAC. Absolutely. And it's such a, a niche thing to do that it, it just makes more sense in terms of the manager's limited time just to have someone do it who's done this before. They're just very quick at it. Um, for example, my first project in 2017, I think it took us about two to three months to get it done, right? 
maybe four. I know we had to do it three times because the instructions from SAP kept changing. Um, but we, after I think the manager tried it himself for two months, we had a, another resource on site trying to figure this out. And by the time we were done, we were about four months behind. So uh, definitely something that's not a value add. You can outsource this one. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now, taking all these uh, things into consideration, uh, what would be your advice, you know, especially you mentioned about is an IT and business driven implementation when you're doing SAC. Uh, what are the best ways to engage business when you're doing an uh, SAP Analytics Cloud implementation? Oh, sure. So <clears throat> I would say the best way to, to engage with the business community, whether it's before all the connectors are set up or you know maybe after, it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> I would say the best way to introduce them to this tool is to give them something they're familiar with. And this could be a frequently used report in their existing reporting tool, but because they're already familiar with the data and the numbers, the users are then free to consider a, a different way of looking at and consuming the information, right? So everyone is very used to Excel, tabular views, maybe it's aggregated, but to show them a dashboard with numeric tiles, charts, variances, thresholds, all these kind of bells and whistles that once you see it, you, you just understand immediately where you are in terms of your company's performance. They love it. And I do have to caution you though, usually after I demonstrate what the tool can do, the next question is always, how do I get this report? Or how do I get this data into that dashboard? So the, the user has to be ready for more work after this point. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that makes total sense, especially when you are uh, trying to get business on a new tool, it's always a good idea to kind of engage them with something that they are familiar with. And it seems like taking their own data and turning it into uh, SAC story uh, or dashboard uh, just makes it a lot more uh, eye-catching as well as gives them the insights that they had not seen before, especially when they are de dealing with Excel-driven, you know, more tabular information versus uh, the approach that SAC allows them to, to have with the, the information that they are looking at in the past. Yeah, also, you know, you have to recall your... Um introducing a new tool to them, right? So it's a new concept, a new way of thinking, a new way of consuming, and you wanna remove any blockers or complexity. You don't wanna do data validation. You don't wanna do data modeling. You don't wanna do you know, initial requirements gathering. If you start at the end to say that here's an existing report, you know it, here's a different way of looking at it. That adoption, at least in my instance, seems to be more welcomed. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for sharing your insight. Thank you for listening to Tech Driven Business. SAP Analytics Cloud is a powerful tool that can perform wonderfully when you have the knowledge. I enjoyed this six episode podcast journey and continue to learn every day. Watch for my next series of episodes where I will be facilitating a discussion with a CIO that has seen it all.
and one of his previous team members who got to do it all.